This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Look back for Arfield. One up early. Scott Arfield. He's been threatening that recently. And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end. Burnley win the next ball. It's Rory now. On the outside. He's got it. Quickly finds Benson in space at the byline. Can Burnley get a goal here? Back for Brownell. Saved by the keeper. That is magnificent. They deserve that. Yes, hello everybody and welcome along to the latest episode of Turfcast Podcast with me, Joe Redmond. And it's not a pre-game show, as I usually do. I just thought, you know what? It's the FA Cup. I'm going to mix it up a bit because I'm not overly arsed about the FA Cup. Um, so I'm not going to put all the effort in that I usually put in. I'm just going to do a live, let people, whether it's guests or commenters, set the agenda um, and then we'll go from there. There are a few things that I do want to discuss, uh, but first of all, uh, I'd like to welcome the guests to the show. As you can see, Neil is here. How are you doing, mate? All good, mate. Yourself? Yes, I'm good. You're practically living in a war zone at the minute, aren't you, with the time we had Derby coming up this weekend? I am, and I don't know if you've, so, if you've seen or are interested, but it got stopped up a little bit today because Sunderland mentally decided to decorate their uh, Black Cats It's ridiculous, isn't it? Maxwell's Me and Liam have mental. both tweeted about that, and it's it, it so is... It's, it's just, why would you do that? They're practically rolling out the red carpet for him. I know. So I get, so 
the logic behind it is that they've given them something like four thousand. Presume it's money. Yeah. Well, it will be, but there's four thousand whole tickets in the home bit. I'm led to yeah. believe, and in the in that in that bit is where the Black Cats bar is. So obviously Newcastle will get hospitality in there. But instead of just giving them as it is, they've decked it out. Well, apparently it's been took down now because obviously all the outrage and stuff. Oh, but well, the fact that they on top it in the of first that, place, so. well, yeah. But on top of that, they've also got a fine because when they've printed the tickets out, it's got Skybet League One on the as the, as the fixture. It's just been a shambles all around. So uh, yeah, like, oh, I mean. Yeah. I'll bring Liam in in a second and introduce him. Uh, but Lebowski says, this is nothing new. It stops them smashing up the gaff. Burnley They're still going to smash it up. Burnley have never done that. Like, Don't get me wrong. I understand teching the brand, the Burnley branding down or the Sunderland branding down. But to physically put all this fucking... Like, away the lads branding up and they even had a cheer up Peter Reid sign up, which is an yeah. anti-Sunderland song that they sing. Yeah. It's the fact anyway. that they crossed out. Because I didn't know this, but apparently, obviously, I'm okay. Yeah, so different the way that Howey and Howey is spelled, across the Sunderland way out, it's just like, come on, don't decorate That's it. Take the branding bad. down, but leave it. It's, it's like, because you know, like us and Batters, Batters both have known and never chance, chance technically. It's like, literally, just our part of the known and never and just copy it out and then, you know, call it Burnley Bastards instead. Yeah. That's basically yeah, what yeah. they've done. It's and honestly like said, one a, of the a worst cheer up things Peter Reed sad. It's literally an anti Sunderland song. They've literally put an anti Sunderland song. It's just barmy. Yeah. But anyway, as you can see and hear, if you're listening on the podcast, Liam the Goats Warrington is also here. How you doing, mate? I'm doing good. Um, I'm actually quite looking forward to the game tomorrow. Actually, yeah, it's it's bizarre because I'm not bothered about it, but at the same time, I'm looking forward to it in the sense that I can watch the game and not be worried about what Luton are doing, not be worried about what Sheffield United are doing. I'm not checking the league table, um, but we'll get into the game in a bit. Uh, just want to say hello to all the usual people in the chat. We've got John Payne. That's a new name. He says, hello, hello, John. Then he goes on to say, first time I made it to the live chat. Well, welcome, John. It's obviously a different time that we usually do the lives, um, so this will be a good one for you. Sue just says, Sue. Speaking about himself in the third person, I like it. Uh, Matthew Corbett says, good evening, lads. Evening, Ginger Alley. I've not seen that name for a couple of weeks, mate. Hope you're well. Hope you had a good Christmas. Hello to you. Um, Ryan Collins. Yeah, we'll get into this one. We'll get into this one first. He says, Benson's are already loaned a bit and company reports say we need two towns fullback. We'll get into the rest of it, but I do want to start off with... Uh, the fact that it looks like Benson and Zorore could be on their way out. It could just be one. It could just be both. It could be one or the other. Um, but it's an interesting one because you kind of understand it, but at the same time, you think it's mental because we all love them and we all wanted them to play in the Premier League and feel like they should have had a better crack of the whip. Is that the saying, it, isn't it? In the Premier League. But the fact that they're not playing in the Premier League and they are third, fourth, fifth choice, potentially, maybe even further down than that with some of them, then you can kind of see why they'll be going out. Neil, what's your thoughts on it? We'll start with you, mate. Um, um, I personally get it, but if I don't want to sell them, if it's a loan with a view to buy or obligation, whatever, daft from me, if it's just loan and then reassess it again in the summer because, you know, looking like we're going to be back down in the league below and some other players might leave, you know, if a big bid comes in for order bear, I can't see how we're going to turn it down. Uh, but your no. thoughts on it, please, mate. Uh, well, I agree with you. I don't, th I don't think it'd be uh, anything permanent because... It'll be sort of keeping them warm for when we inevitably are back down there because we know Benson and Zuri are in the championship. They are class players. The thing, that I, yeah. I get it in terms of like, I think I put this in our group chat when it actually happened, is that we saw in the documentary that the, the model is that we'll sell two or three players, two, uh, two, three, four players every year. But for me, why two of the people who are responsible for us being here in the first place when they haven't really had a chance to prove themselves? I mean, he's stuck yeah. with Trafford. I mean, 
you know, Trafford, yeah, it's worked out all right in the end because he's come good now, but he's stuck with Trafford and gave him a fair chance. He's stuck with Dar O'Shea and gave him a fair chance. And for me, he's still not all that. But he's sort of just dismissed Zeruri and Benson at this level without actually giving them a, a fair crack at it. Um, and that's what's baffling for me. Surely there's other players who you would think we can probably let them go before them. Obafemi, J-Rod, for example, who just clearly isn't up to it anymore. Um, Jack Cork, who I can't remember if he's actually played. Um, in the cup. In the, in the cup. So, you know, surely there's others who are probably, you would think, makes sense for them to go before them too. The thing that baffles me is that they haven't been given a chance. Now, I know Benson's yeah, been Yeah, that, that's but, my gripe. But uh, he's been injured, but apparently he's been fit for a month now. So, companies just clearly just refusing to play him if that's the case. Daruri sort of has a chance. I think the red card hasn't helped his cause whatsoever. I think that was yeah, sort of like um, company sort of made his mind up then. But it baffles me that they just haven't had the chance to prove that they are. He's just decided they're not ready for this level without actually trying them. Whereas other players have been given that chance to sort of grow and prove that they are probably all right at this level. Um, it, it's baffling for me. It's baffling. Yeah, no, I don't really disagree with any of that. I do feel like it's a shame that they've not been given a fair crack of the whip. Um, it's interesting to see that he's, he's stuck by some people and been adamant to get them up to this level, but other people just haven't been given the chance. Uh, Liam, your thoughts? Because obviously behind me, thank you to you, is an amazing, iconic print um, that includes Benson. He was a massive part of last season uh, and just not been given the chance and now he could be off. So your thoughts on it, please, mate? <sighs> it, look... I completely agree with what Nua said, um, that sadly, part of our recruitment, part of our philosophy is that as a club that isn't run by an oil state, the most natural way to grow financially is by buying a bunch of players, young players with potential that you can look to develop and then hopefully sell them for three, four, five times their value that you brought them in, make money on your investment and grow that way. And that's kind of, it's a negative of what our philosophy is that when we have players like a Benson Saruri, we bring them in for three mil or 3.5 mil. Our aim is eventually to hopefully flip at some stage and make our money and then some. So we all love Benny. We all love Anas. And I completely agree as well that they've not been given a chance. Um, People may say that Anas hasn't particularly been great since like, I don't know, February, March, even last year back Probably in championship. World Cup, but yeah. World Cup, it, even yeah. he's not been given a chance. And that's it's just such a real shame because I still feel like there's some great players there. And the one thing is that I find kind of strange is the fact that we offered them both five year deals in the summer. Yeah. So is that just so that we have more of a reason to ask for more money if an offer does come in? It's like, oh well, they're on this big deal. We've got to ask for more money, which is that the case? I don't know. Um, it's just a real concern for me because I, I get why, because we want to make money, which is the entire point of being a, a stable club. You've got to make your money somehow. But I just feel like, yeah, it doesn't sit right with me that if Benson has been fit for last month, because I still think he's a fantastic player. And we are, by the way, still desperately in need of an actual natural right winger because we aren't playing yeah. any. It just seems baffling to me. Yeah, I agree. I think that's the one that, annoys me more I loved Anas and I remember at the start of last season I was like okay this kid is fantastic he's probably going to be my favourite player this year in the end it turned out to be Teller um, but he was so good at the start of last season did drop off as you both said um, but Benson he's been fit he's been wanting to play we've been struggling on the right hand side we've got a million left wingers so the left side isn't an issue but on the right 
we're, just, we're playing uh, Johan Berg-Gudmundsson, who's, you know, he's, he's okay. He'll do a job. He'll, he's solid, but he's not going to run at players as, as much as, as Benny will. Um, and and it's and it, it just annoys me that he hasn't been given that chance, um, to be honest. So I, I do agree with that side of it. Um, but uh, on the contract situation, actually, I do want to just mention that, that you mentioned then, Liam. I think, I think at the time we gave them new contracts because we thought they were going to be the team. And we thought that the likes of uh, Corley Oshaw and Bear would probably have to wait a couple of years to get in it. But now we're in a scenario where we could say, okay, well, we've got they've got five years on the deal. So it's it, it's one of them where we could be like, we're glad we've given them the contract because we're going to get X amount for him rather than lesser amount than what we would have done. But it's I think at the time, I don't know. I think I think we've brought in these two youngsters who have then impressed and then Benson and, and Anas have just fallen away a little bit. I mean, Benton has got the injury, of course, which I didn't help on an red card. But even still, like it kind of brings in terms of the idea that I don't think we really planned well for the season at all, which is annoying considering that, let's be honest, we all knew that we were promoted by November. We all knew. So we had all this extra time to get prepared. And the most clearest, obvious example that I can see of why we just didn't plan is that we all knew Josh Cutler was going to start. Turns out he's not even near the pace. Now he's no longer even on the bench most times. And of course, our fullbacks, Taylor Ashley wasn't even considered a left back in the championship, is now our main left back. And Fitino, that was not even our main right back in the championship, is now our main right back. And both Roberts and, well, of course, Martson, we didn't replace. And now they're both no longer involved. So that's just the most blatant example of we didn't exactly have the plans uh, in place to really compete at this level, which of course is maybe naivety of the board as this is new for them and same thing with company as well. And that's something that you can understand. And as Burnley fans, of course, we're all company in. I hope you are still Neil. I know that last time you were still questioning. Yeah, no, yeah, no. There was an update. There was an update at the weekend. Mate. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board. Yeah, so it came crawling. It however, came crawling back, Liam. Don't you worry about yeah, so We no, all know no, no, that. The caveat as long is still as we there, see though. progress, that's the main thing. That's all yeah, I'm the, like. I'm, the caveat is still there, right? If he brings a winger in before the other positions, um, the doubt is there again. But you know, we've set a lot of differences. I'm, I'm, I'm friends with him again. But no, I, 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 agree, I agree with you there, Liam. I think for me, the, they've, they've clearly had this plan, and we've heard it said before. We've come up too soon and that sort of stuff. But for me, it just seems like the fact that we've come to the Premier League means that, and they still haven't updated that plan. They're still going with it. Like so, the thinking is still championship for me um, and they're still thinking about that instead of changing the plan and accelerating it and thinking well we're in the Premier League now so let's do that plan it's still just sticking with it is what it seems to me if that, if that makes sense um, yeah that makes and sense and that's what that's what's baffling for me because I know that you can say oh we're not ready we'll go down we'll come back but who wants that you want to be in the Premier League and then you want to sort of build you want to be dying at the top table don't you yeah you what's the, what the point the in coming up and thinking oh we're not ready we'll go down and then we'll do it again and then oh we're not ready we'll go down and do it again what's the point we've come up now so I'll plan for now and do what you need to do now to stay in this league and build from there um, and that's what we don't seem to do at the minute um, is, is deviate from that that original plan Um in some ways, it's admirable, but in other ways, it's frustrating because we're here now, so let's make a good crack of it and try and build on this. Yep, fair enough. Uh, keep your comments coming in. Uh, Leo Caldercott says, makes me wonder if something else is going on behind closed doors. We know Vincent isn't sentimental. If the deals are right, they will go. The only baffle to me is Redmond getting in above them both. Um, Sue says, most defenders will struggle with Benson and his low centre of gravity. Don't get why he's not played more when fit. Always more to a story that it seems, though, and solid. His long shots as well. 
Sorry. His long shots, the Premier League as well, it's shots from range, the yeah. curlers that he puts in. We're missing yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's a shame we've not seen that. That'd be prime Barclays, that, if he were coming in doing stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it, it is a shame he's not that a chance. And Sonnet does say, agree with Sue. There's more to this than we know. I mean, I get, people are obviously always going to speculate, and I, I kind of see why people are speculating. There's nothing to suggest that there has been a fallout. I just think, as as Liam and uh, has said, and, and Neil's agreed, it's just it's just the club model. They're not playing anymore, and we're a business. We're not we're not run by an oil state. We're not run by you know we're not being used to sport wash. So people are gonna be sold on, and it's I don't necessarily mind it, but I do find it difficult to because. Like last year, we were all properly in love with that team, weren't we? And like we were in love with Murich and the journey that he went on, and and the defenders, and obviously Teller and Markson who had to leave. And it's just difficult to grow and love a player. I'm just being a bit sentimental here when you know that they're just going to potentially get sold on in, in a couple of months. Like Audubon could be in the month. Yeah, he could. I don't think this model that we've got now under ALK and Alan Pace um, affords you to fall in love with players. I think we've just got to accept that they're here for a season, two seasons, then they're going to go. Um, yeah. That's probably the way it's going to be from now on. So just don't get any names on your shirts and you'll be all right. Yeah. Aaron Wright says, I don't mind selling Benson as it makes sense. If it's 10 million plus, you triple your money and then you can activate a Jakob Brun Larson clause for 1.5. Interesting. Um, yeah. Thoughts on that then, boys? Like, that's the non-sentimental view of it, isn't it? Like just getting players in and churning them out. But that's, as, as we've said, that's kind of the model, isn't it? The first, the very first interview that company did when we first brought him in was that in the first, I think they did like a three-part thing. And the first part was literally on about buying, buying players with the intention of selling them on for profit. Yeah. And then we grow naturally that way. And that's the first thing he even said when he came here, that that is what he wants to try to do here. Bring in players, young players with potential with de- that we can develop and really bring something out from them. And that is what we're going to enter do. And that's kind of been obvious that we've still been doing that. That's yeah, why we brought in Bear and Carly Osho and all these other young players as well. That, you know, I mean, Carly Osho, I think he cost us, I think, three mil or two, two three mil. He was pretty cheap. I think we forget how yeah. cheap he actually was. And I think Bear was around 13, 12, 13, a bit more than we probably may remember, actually. But... We're probably looking to make him very good profit on Kolyosho, and that's the benefit of our our philosophy. Um, it's yeah. just that you know you get sentimental as we should, as we should be sentimental. But ideally, how else do you grow naturally as a club? You've got to sell your best players at some stage, or they sell yeah. them when you're not using them. And Benson Zuri, we're not using them. So if we can get 10, 50 mil each, whatever, that's four times. Uh, that's four times more on our investment and for me even though it sucks you've got to see it from business side and it kind of makes sense if we've already got technically their replacements already here yeah no i don't disagree yeah. with any of that it's 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 just weird like because as a fan you don't look at it like that dear but then sometimes it comes to this point and you just have to you just think well yeah i understand why they're doing it but your thoughts as i said though no as i say, i a hundred percent get that I, I i get the business side of it and i know why they're doing it it's just as we said at the start, it's just the fact that they've not really been given the, the, the chances that other players have had. Um, the baffles me. So I know people have said in the comments that, yeah, company sees them in training every day and stuff, but training is, is different to the match day in the Premier League. And uh, I just think it would have been nice to, to see for ourselves that they're not up to that to that level. Um, other players have, as I said, been given the chance to prove themselves. And it just seemed weird that they've just been written off without that really. Um, but it's interesting that I saw, I can't remember who tweeted it out, but um, Cole Yosh has been mentioned at international level now as well, saying that they're well aware. Yeah, I did see that. So that's gonna, that's obviously, there's, there's um, 
heat around him at the minute. So yeah, he's probably going to be the next out of the door if, if he gets international and his value goes up. So yeah, I think it's just get used to this now, lads. We're gonna we're gonna see players come in, fall in love with them, and get our hearts broken. Yeah, well, the saying was "Don't fall in love with a loan player." I think the saying is now "Don't fall yeah. in love." Yeah, just, just don't fall in love. love. Yeah, yeah. They're fall, all fall in love with women. Yeah, fall in love with women, not footballers. Um, yeah. Even that's terrifying sometimes. I said about less there. stable actually than footballers. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, there's a question here for you though, Liam. John Payne says, "Vizzy, do you think it's possible to get a David Ayres Paul? So you're gonna have to let him know which goal, mate. Uh, but Vizzy's always oh, looking uh, for more ideas. Is that the Canadian oh. centre mid that we had? The DM? No, it's the the, the striker who was. Uh, David Ayres. Well, I don't know. Oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of David Edgar. Sorry, I'm confusing yeah, with David, David Edgar. Edgar. Yeah, David <laughs> Edgar. Yeah. yeah uh, no, he, he scored plenty of goals at Ayres back in the day. He was my favourite player growing up. Um, so, yeah, I, I probably would die. Is that in the Andy well, Cook but, era, like late 90s, or was that earlier? Just before like, Andy Cook. I think I think Andy Cook was like the striker. Andy Cook and Andy Payton were like the strikers after. after David Ayres is before Payton. Mid 90s, weren't it? Yeah, mid 90s. The Wembley oh, okay. goal is probably the goal that um, that John's referring to. To be fair, so that's obviously that a good be? one. That <laughs> yeah, as Stephen Berry says, all yeah. all those memorable David Edgar moments. Um, so so yeah, um, but yeah, ju- we'll just we'll just go on back to the uh, the transfer market because unfortunately, in most oh, of the rumors, game. okay, I got confused. I had to make Stockport game. Okay, I was yeah, I was, yeah, as Aaron says, yeah, okay. as Aaron says there, yeah. Um, obviously the game at Wembley, uh, as he scored the win, no, the, the equalizer, and then Parkinson obviously scored the winner. Um, fun fact about that game, my mum didn't let me go on. I wasn't allowed to go on because I was only seven. I was too young, apparently. Um, I'll never forgive your mum for that. Um, but my brother uh, moving on. Me for Reading away, by the way, for the semi-final oh, playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I never forgave him. I read that one. Uh, I presume you were at both, Neil. I weren't, mate. No, I was. I was uh, only a nipper myself, although not quite as young as you were. No, you weren't quite. Oh, no, me. I weren't. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, like I said, I'm happy to. Um, I'm happy to let. Uh, that Solon, I think that, that must be wrong because he scored the goal in the playoff final. I mean, so that, that must be wrong, mate. Um, but no, anyway, yeah, definitely. But he scored the goal in the playoff yeah. final, which was what 95. Um, yeah, so I do want to chat about this. Mean God says, um, any left back predictions? He then goes on to say, should we go back for Markson? But as Aaron Wright has already corrected him, and so did Sue. Sorry, Sue, I missed that one. Uh, he's going to Dortmund. It looks like, yeah, Markson's going to Dortmund. Are we? gutted that we're missing out on him or is it just Charlie's doing all right at the minute and, and Vitinho's filling in that right back position or is it how do we feel about missing out on Martin? Uh you gutted that we've missed out on him in the sense that he fits the company system where we know he does already yeah. uh, but Charlie Taylor's done really well um, so we don't miss him in the sense that I don't know if he was all that good someone would have snapped him up um, beforehand, um, he clearly didn't want to come. So for me, what's the point of yeah. a player who didn't want to come? Um, or didn't want to re-sign, sorry. Um, we only miss him in the sense that it would have been a natural left-back to 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 go with Taylor. Um, yeah. But it's worked out all right, so I don't think we miss him in that sense. Fair enough. Your thoughts, Liam? I guess um, like, Taylor's come in and done all right, hasn't he? But we do miss the balance that Markson brings. I mean, I do feel like with the way that company wants to play, because I think right now he's kind of adapted his 
way of you know his kind of philosophy to suit what he currently has which i think he's done a relatively decent job of trying to actually change us and try to protect our weaknesses um i do think the fullbacks are massively key in the way that we want to play and how he wants to play so yeah, if there is a, a a player out there that he wants that we can actually get at a reasonable price that he thinks would improve us then i, I would say go for it because i think a, a proper fullback in the way that he wants is very key but Issues, I think you need it on both sides. You can't just have one really good and have one that's not really fitting. Otherwise, I don't think it's balanced. So it's a tough one because ideally to get a fullback because they're quite rare to get in the way that he wants it at this level. They'd be quite expensive. So it's going to be a big risk of, are we going to spend a lot of money on a fullback? But then if we still go down, how much of a problem would that be? It's, um, it's, it's a tough one to really decide, are we going to... Well, they were going to chuck 30 million at Madsen, weren't they? They were going to chuck 30 million at him. So there's obviously... They're prepared to pay that for left back, aren't they? What in this window or just back in the summer? In the summer, well, I was back in that. That was back in the summer, wasn't it? Yeah, but of course, now in this situation, yeah, I mean, is that worth the risk if we still go down? How if we're really rich and it's fine, but the thing is, we don't exactly really know how much money we actually have. We could have billions, we have no idea because. The AOK model, it just seems like a multiple different range of investors. I've heard some mm. people say some tie or some like investment from nowhere. We have no idea. We don't actually know what our net worth actually is. Um, so no. maybe we're fine, but it's it's that's a what that's one that we've got to decide ourselves. And I think if we see a, a player that would actually instantly improve us, then we'll go for it. If not, there's no point for me. I also yeah, think I mean, our market's probably changed as well, mate. I think our, our market is probably completely different. Had we been where we all I say that like all of us predicted that we would be mid-table and comfortable and our, our market would probably look different to what it is now. Our market is probably looking for players who are going to be championship next year. Let's be honest. That's what it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, right. Definitely right now. And, and I do agree with what you two have yeah. just both said then and the comment that I've left from Ginger Valley on screen. I liked Markson and I was gutted we couldn't bring him back. But I didn't really want him for 30 million quid. I do feel like it's too big of a risk, even though I've just taken on board what you've just said, Liam. Like, yeah, but it, it, even with the potential of of how much you know net worth and things like that, it's even with fine uh, with the FFP that that if we'd have stayed in the prem for a few years, we'd have had to sell quite a lot for a thirty million pound hit. Um, but yeah, I did like Martin, and it's a shame that he didn't come back. But at thirty million quid, I do think it would have been too much of a risk. Uh, and even now, because Chelsea triggered an option um, to keep him till next season, so they, they're still going to demand thirty million quid for him. And it's definitely not worth it now when you know we're in the Championship next season. Um, so it, it's difficult one for me that one. I would have liked to have seen him come because then we wouldn't have had to be playing VT on the right because he has done well in certain parts, but at certain parts playing against fast wingers, he does get exposed a little bit. So it's. An interesting one is that one. But in other terms of incomings, there's not been too much really to talk about. Like, I mean, we've been linked again with Jack Clark, but I just think that is number one, probably bollocks because we've got a million left wingers. Uh, and, and number two, lazy journalism because we were interested in him in the summer. So thoughts on so, that one, chaps? So up here, mate, I know that they are expecting him to leave or they think he might this, leave. This window? Not this window, but next summer. Um but apparently... Second in summer, but apparently some of them are not going to let him go for anything less than 20, 25 million. So it's not going to be, yeah. I can't see that yeah. in this window. Yeah, no. Can't see that happening even, ne even next window if, if they're demanding 25 yeah. million for him because like I said, we're going to be but, in the championship. Yeah, I mean, he's their, he's their sort of star boy, isn't he? They're not going to let him go. Um, although, I've, I've also heard that he was promised that he could leave last summer and he obviously didn't come to fruition so he's actually really annoyed. Um it just depends who you who you talk to around here, but um, I do know that he's on the. He, he, I 
the th- the feeling is that he is on the club's radar, but he's just too expensive at the minute. Yep, fair enough. I mean, as Mike says here, we can't sign him. He's another left winger. Um, yeah. for, golly gosh, he ends with. I also, um, I, don't, I genuinely don't think he's that is better than what we've got either. To be fair, I really don't. Well, what's that? we're stacked in that area now, aren't we? We genuinely yeah. are stacked in that area. Like you don't need to be spending twenty five million quid when you've got the likes of Wilson, Orderbear, and Luca Colliosho there waiting in the wings. Like, why would you spend twenty five million on Jack Clark, as good as he is, when we have players that are just as good, if not better, than him? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are fantastic, especially when you win the league at Ewood Park. But there's still nothing quite like playing at home. The same goals for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's pretty much it for incomings. There's not been anything. Uh, just quickly going through our feed again. Um, there's a Jack Clark thing that I've just mentioned. Interested in the move for Hearts, Captain? I know nothing about him, if I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, the striker. Lauren Shanklin. Yeah, but there's a few clubs on, on uh, looking at him. So if, if the likes of Everton are looking at him and Palace then I can't see us getting him, depending on obviously who goes in with the highest bid. But I don't know anything about him. Do any of you two know much about him? No, I'm not clued up on Scottish football, unfortunately. He is uh, a hero no, I, up there for Hearts, but like you can't really compare the Scottish League to the Premier exactly, League. It's just exactly. like, I don't really see. I know that we probably need a striker as well, but I don't think he's the answer, personally. Um, I think I saw something like, like a Papagay uh, from France before the window was open, but I don't know if that's just a laser link as well. There's nothing solid in that, I don't think. No, I've I've seen a few rumors like that, but yeah, nothing nothing major. Um, so there's not there's not much else in terms of incoming, which which is which is a shame. But, but I'm just going on the stuff that company's been saying in the press conferences. He has said there's not going to be too many. You know, they're not going to be bringing in Premier League ready players if they do bring somebody in. It's going to be again somebody with potential that they can train up to be a decent player and sell on. As we've mentioned, it's already the model. Uh, and any players that do come in will probably be on loan. So even though I'm going to try and get Andy Jones on from the Athletic at some point in this window, as I do in every window, uh, maybe Matt from the Bale Express will see. Matt mix it up. Um, I'm not expecting too much. Are you boys expecting too much? I think Afcon and January are difficult. Sorry, January is a difficult window, but with Afcon it's even harder. I think because that's our Asia sort of Cup market, as well. Yeah. yeah, Asia Cup. That's our sort of market. So I, I can't see anything. Not not early January anyway. Um, yeah, because if some players have Afcon and like they don't really want to let anyone else go, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but you know what, Burnley though, we might have like three incredible announcement videos tomorrow. We don't know. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but no, I'm not. I, I genuinely don't expect anybody. I think we're sounding off in the summer. But it's interesting that I think you tweeted it, Joel, that we would believe to be in the market for every position apart from left wing. Yeah, it's practically essentially, like, our, shop- essentially yeah. it's our yeah. summer shopping list, isn't it? Still, yeah. um, 
So we'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm was not it on sports that I saw that company set him out left back, center back, right back, center mid yeah, yeah. that we're looking for? Is that right? Yeah. Okay, so basically an entire team. Everybody, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah an entire yeah. team except left wing and goalkeeper, basically. Yeah. Well, well, well both wings, to be fair, uh, and a goalkeeper. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a shame because it's quite... Uh, it's a comment here from Harry. I've not seen this. I was just quickly looking at it while you two were chatting. Then apparently Barnes has oh. left Norwich. Wrestling last weekend against yeah, I did see it. I did see it. Oh, it's yeah. phenomenal. It's like it's sort of like I think he wrestled someone to the ground and then did a double clothesline. Oh, he lost his head. Is that so? As as he fallen out with uh, whoever the manager, who's the manager there now? Wagner. David has Wagner. He fallen out with Wagner. Yeah, has he uh, fallen Wagner. out with him. I think he fell out with everybody that weekend. He was all on. He was so bad tempered, Barnes, because I, I saw some of that game. He was in such. A, you could tell he was just in a bad mood. And then obviously he did that wrestling move and then double clothesline and got himself sent off. I'm just watching it now, actually. Yeah, I, 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 I'm surely, surely he's not left. Surely he's not left them though. He's been dropped um, from the team, so usually yeah. that means that you know they're probably going to be on their way out in this window. I mean, yeah, where are they now? They're not doing very well, are they? I mean, has Ashley done well down there? Um, he's yeah, been yeah, injured yeah. for the last. I, I know a few Norwich lads, and uh, he's been injured for the last like two months or so. He's just come back in the last w- week or so, um, and they they like him. But they know that with his age, he's not really exactly exciting for many fans. It, it, they're not doing particularly well at Norwich right now. No, the 13th, the aren't they? I'm just looking at the league table now. The 13th. They, there's no, kind of a, a disconnect between the, the, the board and the, the sporting director. So it's not really Barnes's fault. It's just that they're kind of in a transition of their old sporting director, Stuart Weber, leaving. And then they got a new guy coming in. And it's just kind of waiting for everyone to kind of leave at the stage. So it's kind of a transitional year. Just looking on... Just looking on uh, Elon's little thing, um, and there's a lot Me of Norwich Twitter. fans saying, Aye. Uh, I can't, well, you don't know what to call it these days, do you? Um, there's a lot of comments from Norwich fans saying, what's this about him leaving? What's this about him leaving? So there's obviously something going around. Interesting. Well, I will yeah. keep on top of that, hopefully. Um, before we get into the FA Cup chat, and please, if there's anything you want us discussing, let us know in the comments. Uh, this this topic, some people have found it quite boring, but I find it quite interesting, and I don't know about you two. Uh, but Neil, you did point out about the new... Sorry, Liam, that's only over your face. I thought it was... <laughs> it's <thing>. all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, they, they've brought in this new... Um, writing for the for the FA Cup game, so it's basically going to be worn once this season. Um, yeah. But as you can see at the bottom, <laughs> there's there's that little B. There's the little B. And now Pace has been wearing the hat quite a lot, as you can see now on screen with the B on it. Now it's looking like this, and I know the fan advisory board people are the fan. I'm not on the fan advisory board for full disclosure, um, but I know people on the fan advisory board who do speak to me, and they've been speaking about this to the the people on the fab for a while um and it is going to be sort of like a on things like training gear um and other sort of merchandise and stuff like that i'll start with you neil um what are your thoughts on it i i don't mind it as long as it's not like the main crest i don't yeah. mind it being used on hats and and and, and random shirts nah. personally it depends what they do it doesn't it i mean um it's very american let's have let's have it right you yeah know, 100% it belongs, is it it's incredibly this, american it? Yeah. Yeah, it is however there is a trend at the minute and you see it all through the Premier League. Uh, there's a trend at the minute for third shirts to not have the traditional club badge on. Yeah. So uh, maybe yeah. it's going to be a third shirt thing. Because um, I know Liverpool, um, Man United, clubs like that don't have their traditional badge on the third shirt. So I know Man United's yeah. got a devil. Um, someone else has got a different one as well. So maybe it'll be a third shirt thing. 
Um, but merchandise and stuff doesn't bother me. But if it replaces the actual crest on like the home kit, for example, then surely that's going to cause meltdown, isn't it? Yeah, surely. I do think a B. I mean, no matter how good a B looks, I just think it, it could have been better. Cheap. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're going to do something like what United have done, you know, use like, if you take our badge, you know, and use like, I don't know, the B and then like use like a, a par- portion of the badge, like almost yeah. like, like one of the older Burnley badges I'm thinking of, like it, without the actual like shield, it's just like the, what's even on top of our badge? It's not a chicken. It's like, it's, what is it? Uh, well, the old badge had like a knight's helmet, didn't it? Is it a nice yeah. helmet? Oh, then, you mean like yeah. the, yeah, the, the two fat 90s? But we, can't have, we, but we can't have a lion because then you get, oh, Chelsea, Villa, but we can't yeah, have a lion. Yeah, I agree. Or, or just like a, 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 something like a Lancashire Rose with a lion holding it because both of them used to be on the old crest. Or the, 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 the hand, because the hand that the was hand, on top yeah. of the old crest that is, it is um, I think it's part of the town motto, Hold to the Truth. So that would have been good. Yeah. But I, I do agree. Even, even though I'm sure it's a lovely bee, it could have been better than just a B. Or we could even just have yeah. an actual B on it. An actual bumblebee. It's, 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 um, it's a, a bumble river brun, isn't it? That's the river that's on our badge, right? Yeah. Yeah, What's it's that? like the river brun with like, the line underneath and then the two yeah. little diamonds and a B. Like that, 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 just like that kind of part of it. Just, I think that's, that looks really nice. Um, again, I don't really care too much about this, but like with the B, fan on merch, that's fine. It's simple. But if it's on a shirt, I'll like them to go down that route. But end of the day, I don't care that much because in reality, we don't seem to ever wear third shirts. It's kind of pointless because we always wear a home shirt. Yeah, we've, uh, worn, we've worn it once this season. Yeah. The current so, third shirt. It, it's not in the world, really. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I don't mind it. Uh, it's 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 one of them. Um, but it is, uh, obviously, FA Cup this weekend. Um Spurs down at Spurs, Liam. I'll start with you because you did say earlier you're quite looking forward to it. Um, so you'll probably have more enthusiasm for the game than me. Although, like I said, I'm looking forward to the fact of not having any pressure on us uh, for this game, so not having to worry about the likes of uh, Luton, Sheffield United, Brentford, that sort of thing. Um, but it's going to be a, interesting to see play see some other players because obviously we've got um, Bayer injured. Berg suspended. You'll probably see some other changes as well. Vincent has said in the press conference that he won't see a lot of changes, um, but he, there will be some. And obviously, you've got the two enforced ones as well. So, your thoughts on the game, please, mate? Um, I mean, I'm quite looking forward to it just for the element of it's not in the league. So, like, there's just yeah. the pressure is gone of that. I did watch or listen to the presser today and I'm pretty sure company said that he would treat it like another Premier League game, so he won't expect yeah. to see too many changes. I think he even said the word two, like one or two. So, yeah. of course, Berg's not there, so you may see Cullen back. And, of course, Bayer's not available, so you're probably going to see probably Dakiel alongside or Shea at the back. Um, but I- I'm still expecting to see our main players. Like, you would like to see, I know people say, I want to see Benson, I want to see, and I start. I don't think we will. You know, I think no, we're still going to see probably on the right, probably Johan. And on the left, pop, probably Trezor. I think Foster will start with Amduni. I think that he's going to treat this like a Premier League game because in his mind, he, as he said in the presser too, he doesn't want training sessions. He doesn't want training trainings anymore. He wants games because that's how these players get more used to each other. That's how they can actually build and build that cohesion as a team. So he's going to use this as a, a perfect opportunity against a top club, of course, that is going to probably go full strength. And of course, whatever we learn from this game, we can use it in Premier League. So I can see it in that way that we're going to see a full strength team here. 
as much as I want to see Anas and Benson play, I think he sees this as a great opportunity. And again, it sounds lazy, but it spurs in the cup. You never know. You never know. Um, it sounds crazy, but you know, they're going to probably rotate, rotate quite heavily. I don't think we will. So let's go for it. I mean, if if we get battered for, you know, I don't really care too much. So just go for it. Yeah, no, fair enough. I'll put a comment on screen there, uh, kind of building on what you just said, Liam from Solent. He says, it's a great time to play Spurs with their injuries and play away for AFCON and Asia Cup. Uh, if we go with a full-strength side, uh, obviously we can't because of uh, Bayer being injured, who, in my opinion, is our best centre-back, and uh, Burge uh, being suspended, who, in my opinion, is our best central midfielder. So we are going to be a bit weaker. And I expect, as Paul Holt says later in the comments, I think Murich will play with minimal other changes. So we've got the ones that are enforced that I've just mentioned and you mentioned, Liam. Probably Murich coming in because that's just what you do with the second keeper. You, you play him in the cups. Yeah, After that, so. I don't think I don't think there'll be too many. Maybe Masengo. He might be the guy that comes in for Bergs. Um, maybe Cullen, though. I'd be we don't baffled know. because of Cullen. Like, I mean... Yeah. I just can't believe he was a player's put a year and also the fans put a year and that we always now think that oh he's shit now. I find that so crazy how just the change of the league can dramatically change your opinion on a player. It's so scary actually when you think about it. Yeah, it is. It is. But he did get overran in the early parts of the season, but not a lot of them were good to be fair in the early parts of the season. So it's going to be interesting to see who he plays in centre mid. But other than that, I'd expect him to play Bear. I'd expect him to play Foster. He's just had eight weeks off. Don't ruin the momentum that he's built recently by playing really well at Fulham, playing really well at Villa by dropping him again. Stick him there. Gets a goal at Spurs. That's going to help his confidence even more. And then right wing, maybe Jakob Brun Larsson or, or, or Goodmanson, something like that. Neil, your thoughts on the game, please, mate, and any potential changes we may see? Uh, I say go full strength, mate. I still love the FA Cup. I know it's not. I know it's not um, fashionable these days, but it's the cup. When I was a, a young and uh, it, it just, I still love it, mate. So I want us to go on a cup run because we've had years of not bothering with it, um, and we've got new owners now and a new, a new gaffer. Let's just go for it. Like, let's just see where we go. Get to Wembley and just give us something. It'd be, it'd be amazing, mate. I, I want us to have a cup run. So I say play full strength and go for it. Um, Again. Oh, I can't even imagine that, man. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe it. I still hate um, Roman Lukashenko, by the way. I still hate him to this day. Oh, I know, you put that tweet like, out yesterday, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, first, player did, yeah. I of, first player yeah, I Yeah, I was doing a bit about Spurs now. I was like, oh, yeah. Because that, that's literally yeah. the only game I've ever actually cried at. Because I was at that game, of course, like all of us. In the, I was actually in lower of um, James Hargreaves with my dad. And he never goes games. And literally, it's the worst day of my life. I still hate him. <laughs> Anyway, I was 21 at the time and um, I had a, I was sat in my usual seat where I still sit now and uh, I was with my dad. I just about fought back the tears uh, because I was 21 and it would be pathetic if I was crying over football at the age of 21. But I remember at, at the end of it, it when we'd lost and they had, the full-time whistle hadn't gone yet, but everybody was stood up and just clapping and chanting and just trying to give the boys a bit of a lift because of the run that we've been on and everything that we've been through. And I would have sat there just despondent, just not caring in the world and I remember my dad smacked me up back at head and went get up so I stood up and had to just stand <laughs> watching him and I had a couple of mates that came over from uni because I were at uni at the time so I had to drive back from Preston and then I drove back that night and I had a couple of mates that came over for it and I managed to get them tickets in the lower Jimmy Mac and I just didn't say a word I just didn't say a word from Burnley to Preston straight back into Dome 
door locked into bed. Um, yeah, I every time someone says Roma Pavlochenko, I say, which is probably rare at this stage. Like. To be fair, yeah, it is. It is now. But back in day, his name would come up a lot, and I'd always say, "Brought me out that lad," and he did. He brought yeah. me out that day. I kind of forget yeah. as well how late he actually did score. I just checked yeah. from the other day. Yeah. It was like the 118th minute. We were oh. two minutes away from Wembley. Of course, it did and then work he scored again. again. We did go to Wembley eventually later on that year, of course. So it worked out, but even still, so late on. It's again. just mad though, right? Because like mad things do happen. Like you've got a dream, haven't you? Like if we give up on the Premier League, at least give us the FA Cup to dream. So yeah, um, let's go on a cup run, right? Let's go on a cup run. We get past Spurs. We get a favourable draw. We get past. Spurs. We might get. We get past players. It is a good time to play him. Although Ange will probably it still is. play a full strength because he's mad, isn't he? He'll just stick to his principles. Anyway. And also Spurs are desperate um, to win something as well. And Spurs so. are desperate to win something, yeah. But if we get it would past be them, hilarious like, if we won. It would, right? But if we get past them and then get a favourable run, you never know. You never know. Millwall got to a final against Man United years ago. You never know. Um, Let's just see. Let's just not give up on the FA Cup because uh, we've got now to shout about the Premier League. So let's just keep that dream going on. Yeah, it's it's one of them for me. If we were 12th, 11th and, you know, looking like we're not going to go down, I'd be like, yes, full focus, FA Cup, we can do it. We can finally see Burnley win something. Because right, I've seen Burnley do pretty much everything now, apart from win a major trophy. And that's the last thing I want to see them do before I die, which will hopefully be a long, long time away yet. Um, so there's plenty of time. Um, so yeah, that's the last. That's the that's the next thing I want to see him do. However, with the position that we're in, I I won't say I want to be out, but if we have a heroic defeat tomorrow and slip out of the FA Cup, I'll be like, oh, what a shame. We can concentrate on trying to turn the Premier League form around. I mean, with a Luton away up, well, sorry, losing a hold up next. I mean, Christ, that game is. I mean, if it, it's huge. That yeah, focus, now, focus, that's going to be the it. The focus is on that, isn't it? The focus is yeah. on that. To be fair, but. Yeah, I still, as I say, I still love the FA Cup, so I want us to, I want us to go as try as hard as we can. Yeah, fair enough. Well, predictions then, lads. I'll start with you, Neil. Seeing as you just went on a big spiel about, you know, get past Spurs, favourable draw. Yeah, yeah, what are your yeah. thoughts on the game? Uh, two nil predictions wise. <laughs> three 0 defeat. Yeah, we're not, we're not going through, but let's dream. <laughs> let's, let's at least dream. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. Uh, it depends, mate, doesn't it? If, if song, if I think if. It's Song's like out, isn't Song's it? Yeah. Is he out? Is he? Right, so... Asia Cup started, hasn't it? Yeah. The Asia Cup and AFCON both started at the same I don't, time. I get confused because there's players leaving at all different times, isn't there? So I, I'm getting confused where we are, but... Uh, it depends what, sure he's, what I think, I think it's available, but I think they just won't play him because they probably don't need him. Is he available? Because, right, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's um, the risk of them... Of him getting injured. No, nah, do, do you know what? I'm going to go for it. Let's have Burnley winning. Let's have Burnley winning. Let's do it. I'm not giving you a score, but let's have us win. He's had half a bottle of Cruz Campo and he's predicting Burnley winning at Spurs. Not even a bottle. Oh, he's on his... He's a, a can oh, and half. That, he's on a lot, lad. actually. Okay, now that explains it. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Ginger Ali says 2-0 Spurs. Harry says, with Bayer out, I think we lose 3-1. Paul Holt says, Clarence win on penalties after 2-2. Two, two. That's a point. There's penalties tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, there's there's no replays. Hear me out. Hear me out, right? So we go is. tomorrow. We go tomorrow. If this is my version of Sam's listen, right? Um, <laughs> we go. We go tomorrow. When it, it's tomorrow, isn't it? Right. So we go tomorrow. And yeah, Friday night. Yeah. It's a distraction from the league. The lads are playing without any pressure on them whatsoever. That can only work in our favour. There's no pressure. Just go out and enjoy yourselves. See what happens. You never know. You never know. Fair enough, yes. Liam. Yes, your so. prediction, please, mate. Um, Neil sword me. I'm gonna say one-one draw, winning penalties. 
He sold me. Magic of the cup. You know, I mean, someone just saying in the chat earlier, uh, I need to scroll quickly, um, from Harry saying that Foster will be dangerous against the higher line, which is actually probably yeah. a good fair point because I do think yeah. that I do think we do play a lot better away from home because I think that we have to set up much more defensively to hit them on the counter. And I, we have got better defensively and we have got better in terms of deciding when to pass out from the back and when just to let go. We are better now. We're not perfect. We will make a mistake, but we have we have a pretty good counter-attacking team. It's just kind of defensive side of it also hold out. And sometimes it won't, sometimes it will. We saw it at Fulham. We did pretty good in that in that game plan. So I, I back us a lot more away from home than we do actually at home, which is why I'm yeah. terrified for Luton at home the next week. <laughs> so um, if we plan to set up like that for remaining parts of the, of, of the season, we have a chance. We, I, I, I'm not even ruling us out getting relegated yet. I'm not just because I'm waiting for Luton at home, precisely, yeah. actually. And then at that stage, I don't know what I'll say after Luton if we lose. I don't think we'll lose. I think probably draw. I don't know. I'm just... I, th- I think we have to win that. I think we have to win it to be... I, I think we beat Luton, points, you know. How far are we away from Everton? Five points. It's not, that, it's not actually that bad. Like, Bournemouth... It's I've not horrendous, away. but if they beat us, then that, that turns into seven. And that that's just unassailable from from what we've been for me in my opponent. Although I just want to I just want to stop there because Harry's uh, not Harry. Apologies, Aaron Wright has put a comment in saying it does go to a replay, lads, and I've quickly checked it. And the current rules are that replays are scrapped from the fifth round onwards, so it will go to a replay. What? Apparently, according to this from Talksport, from the fifth round onwards, there are no replays, meaning that games that are level after ninety minutes. Hold on. From the fifth round onwards, there are no replays, meaning that game... Yeah, so fifth round onwards. So the third round would, I presume, go go to it. Next season... Another comment. Next season, it goes to Pens this year is replay. Okay, so it's yeah. next year's from third round. Okay. Because I yeah. saw a lot of, like, you know, hoo-ha about a bunch of, like, you know, clubs in, like, League 2, non-league, saying this is absolute yeah. bollocks. You know, because what about us? But if it's for next year, I guess that does make sense why I'm, we're confusing it. Yeah. Doesn't matter, lads. We're going through. Don't worry about it. We're still going through yeah, a pen. Yeah. It's fine. We'll, yeah. we'll find a way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We got Spurs in the FA Cup. It might have been the League Cup quite a few years ago. Um, and we drew down at their place. So no, that's and the FA Cup, yeah. Was it the FA Cup? And we played them back here at the turf. And because because tickets were dirt cheap, I got my dad hospitality. And we, we, had, we, had, a, we had an 18th hospitality and it were, were, were a good night. Uh, Paul Alts changed his prediction. He says, win the replay then. <laughs> So yeah, fair enough. Um, anything else anyone wants to discuss before we wrap it up? Any anyone in the chat? Anyone uh, as a guest? I think we've pretty much covered everything. I'm going to, like I said, try and get a journalist on the show to fill the two week gap coming up. Um, not sure if we're going to do a full time show after it um, because I'm working Saturday and Sunday, uh, so we'll see. Uh, I'll chat to a few people in the group. We'll see what it is. But um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, that's a point. Townsend coming back to the turf. Nailed on. He's right. going to score. I think he's yeah. I, think he I was, was going to mention it. I was going to mention him actually. I I think we made a mistake in getting Redmond over him. I think we should have got him. I know that if if apparently failed his medical weather, but he had a great preseason. He looked sharp and he looked really good, and he's done all right for Luton. I think we made a mistake. I mean, he's clearly doing well at Luton. There's no you can't yeah. sit there and say he isn't. He obviously is, and we haven't given Redmond the chance. I think it's harsh on Redmond to say we made a mistake. But in, in the sense, he just hasn't been given the chance at the point I'm trying to make is Redmond. Um, great name. Well. Great we, we name, do like, We do like to think that um, Redmond is like 32 years old or something because he feels like he's just so much more older than, than everyone else. But he's actually 29. He should, he's he actually, actually he's 29. 
29. He's 29. He's not, he's not, he's not, he's not, he don't out that he looks 39, to be fair. Yeah, we all think that he's like 33 or, you know, he's like, it's like what Aaron Lennon was to us a couple of years ago. But no, he should be in a peak of his, he's, he's actually, I think he's a good player. But like, what can you do with four minutes left to put, left to go? Yeah. I find, I mean, I still, by the way, I still, I'm still annoyed that Townsend didn't get brought, brought in because I remember when we played uh, Benfica that I think I, yeah, it was classic preseason. If I wake up to Townsend not being signed in the morning, I'm throwing a riot. And well, he didn't clearly. My camera's died. Sorry about that. But yeah, I have no <laughs> idea how he was brought in. It's, it, it's, it's a bizarre one. Like, I, I got, and I got in a bit of trouble by putting the information out about, Redmond uh, about Townsend, but the, it, apparently he did fail his medical. Somebody at the club told me they failed his medical. However, he obviously went to Luton and then they would have seen the same issues and they've just thought, well, well, it's worth the risk. And that's why they gave him a pay-as-you-play deal. But as Harry says, um, his, his knee could go any game now. And now he's signed a contract. Uh, he's probably just going to sit on on the bench for the rest of the season. He's, he so why clearly, didn't we, so sorry, why didn't we give him a... Why didn't we give him a pay as you play contracts and, instead of giving Redmond a contract and not playing him? You know what I mean? I, see, sure I, I, that most. side of it, I agree. I don't know why we're not playing great name Redmond uh, and sorry, not playing him and just leaving him on the bench when we've when we could have been having Townsend, who played very well in preseason. It's 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 a weird one. It's a weird one. But I understand why the club looked at his knee and the fact that it had zero cartilage and said this is ridiculous. We're not, we're not bringing him. And I think it's the business model, whereas we're trying to bring players in to sell on for a profit or whatever. And Luton, Luton are just like a case of the squad needs to be as good as it is now sort of thing, whereas we've gone with a different sort of eyeballs on it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Luton's, Luton's playing to their strengths, aren't they? Luton. Yeah, they are. They are, to be fair. They yeah. are. Um, Paul Holt does say he'd rather have Redmond, Collie, or Short, or better than Townsend. I mean, I'd agree with that. All three or one of them. Uh, but if you mean each individually, Townsend's done very well this season at Luton. And if you if you're looking at each, there's not many players I would have from Luton's eleven in our eleven. But Townsend is potentially one of them. But that's for because me, he's not uh, like an actual natural right winger, which we don't really have. We have got Johan and Benson, who's injured or not injured. I don't know at the stage anymore. I don't. It's, it's crazy to me. And what's old? We don't know. It could be anywhere. Yeah, it could literally uh, just be. It could be anywhere right now. We have no idea. Yeah. Um, it's so strange, honestly. I, 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 I love Benson so much, but like he's more than good enough to at least be on the bench. He's definitely yeah. the best impact player that we have. We. 100%. I don't care if we saw it all the time in Championship and Premier League's different level. I don't care when you got the ability to bang it in as consistent as he has. You've got to try him. And from what I've seen. He can still take players on, cut inside, and do that lovely little cross to the back stick with his oh. left foot. He did that thing last time that he played, like two times. I wish I had a great delivery. Like just that alone, that's what Townsend did for us. And he did goals for that uh, alone for Luton and Falls in preseason. So, yeah, he's so, much, he's so worth to be on the bench at least. That's the, that's the thing with Benson. That's the thing with Benson, right? It's, it, even the Premier League, the way he hits that ball, there's no, there's no keeper saving that. So, yeah, he might not be able to take players on or whatever, but if he gets a chance to hit that ball like that, the goal, because there's no keeper saving it, whatever level. Um, so yeah, he's, he's more than good enough to stay in the squad. So it is baffling, but sure, Vinny knows what he's doing. Does it? In fact, I don't, even know, does. I, I don't even know if it's Vinny's decision, to be honest. It might, well, it might, obviously, it might if, be. 
if we sell, it's obviously Vinny's. Uh, it's not Vinny's decision. It's obviously Vinny's decision. It's definitely not my decision, mate. <laughs> Come on. It's definitely Vinny's decision to not play him. But obviously, moving him on, um, it, it, it won't be um, interesting, though. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I would play him tomorrow, personally. I, I don't think we will, but I, I, I would play him. I think he deserves deserves a chance um, against against a good side. He deserves a chance in the Premier League. But I'm pretty adamant we won't play him, if I'm being honest with you. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, interesting. I want to end with the most... Solon is like our like random stat guy. But this is the most random stat I've ever seen. Apparently, Nathan Redmond went to the same school as Luke Littler. I think it's just a joke about well. his age. I think it's a joke about his age. Is it? Because we're okay. saying that he's, uh, only, he's only 29, but he looks 40, same as Littler. Uh, that, that, that's what I, happens when I'm you come you back that. to comments Man, three, three hours about, after they've been put in. There's not a chance on earth Littler's 16. I'm not having it. I'm just not having it. He's not. It was quite funny. I was driving on from work last night listening to TalkSport, and they, they, for some reason there was a lot of very weird people ringing up TalkSport last night saying they wanted him to fail because they don't like him. Bizarre. What? And they were happy that he'd fail. I know, it's bizarre. Um, but there were one guy that kept saying, this so-called 16-year-old, and they're like, what do you want about so-called he is? He's like, well, I don't believe that he is. Is that what do you no. mean you don't believe it? It weren't me. It weren't me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it could have been. There's no um, way 16, but and it's baffling. Tough paper on got, it. Yeah, paper on in Chernobyl, I think, mate. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, we'll start wrapping it up there. But there's been a lot of comments, uh, Liam, for you uh, from the chat that we had earlier. John Payne, he says, oh, can visit post a link to get him posters. Rather than posting the link, Liam, just want to let him know what uh, Twitter it can it can follow and and, and request prints on. Um, just Mazala Designs. I'm sure that you've probably seen it quite often tweeted or quoted by Turfcast themselves. It's just my own personal site uh, which is kind of crazy because people keep on thinking it's like a massive company my emails tells me that quite a lot but i've got to insist that it's just one person um, because people <laughs> yeah. expect next day delivery like i'm amazon it's quite frustrating but <laughs> i understand that maybe it means i'm doing something good but um yeah actually i'm also ask you to here because he's brought up the question what should the next burnley mazala print be in terms of like an iconic goal because i was thinking about that the other day thinking i'll get one for like later on this month um Nathan Redmond's winner against Luton. Oh, Could that be one? spot on. <laughs> um, the David has one to get feet Chelsea or like Pato yeah, that, that's a good show. Yeah, Pato against Red is yeah. a good one. Ayers against Stockport. Obviously, you've, you've got Elliot against Sheffield United. You've got Benson against Bastards. Barnes against Bastard. Have you, have you got that one with with? Um, yeah. When him? he fight, when he gets a keeper flying to the I net, I seem to, I seem to remember that one. There was a little dot. Tell you what, it would be a good one, mate. It's not. It, I think it. I think it's like underrated as a goal. But you know, Westies against uh, Villa. Was it Leicester or Villa? Wait, basically turned that season round. Oh, Leicester. Yeah, yeah, Leicester. Yeah, Leicester. Yeah. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The four that, against that... Man United is a good shout from Aaron Wright. Yeah, have you got J-Rod? Have you got J-Rod against United? I've not got J-Rod against United. Actually, J-Rod's a good shout. For some reason, I, yeah, I, people seem to forget that game. I don't know why. Yeah, I've not got much interest in that one, even though we won. But I don't yeah. know if that's. I was I was in the Stretford end for that one. Which Were was, you? Um, an you were in a box, weren't you? Yes. I was in a box. Yeah, I was in a I box. Think, I remember. What, I think I remember watching a slightly tipsy vlog. Yeah, yeah, we did. I remember I was doing yeah. the camera and I was drunk it back at car. Funny. Uh, Robbie Blake against United. You got that one, aren't you, Viz? That's literally the turf cast certified one that you yeah. did. I'm gonna say. Like, I remember. I remember. I remember tweeting that one. I just. I, I can never remember. Um, what else is there? I think, I think the 4v the is one that I would, I would like because I was there that day. But because we drew again in the same way we always drew 2-2 at United, it's almost like... I don't think it's a dampener because it's still a great away day, but still, I don't know. Yeah, so 
if you do want a print, John, if you're still here, um, just follow follow Mazala on Twitter. If you can't find it or spell it, uh, just go on Turfcast, scroll down, you'll find it. I'll, I'll tweet something after this. I'll just I'll find a Twitter to, to retweet after this, and it'll be at the top. Uh, Ings against Blackburn, that's a good one. Yeah, that's definitely on there. That's probably the first one I did actually after Elliot. Is it? Absolutely. That's a good. Yeah, oh, yeah, Elliot. I was going to say Science, but Weird Elliot against Sheffield. If I did, yeah, yeah, if, if, if not on there by now, then I'm doing something wrong. That's the first one I put <laughs> up there. That's, that's, yeah. Come on, has to be up there. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, uh, well done on that, Liam, because obviously, as you said, it's it's took off mad um, and it's literally, I can't, every time I go on Twitter, it's somebody requesting something and it's like random stuff like someone put earlier, uh, someone requesting a darts thing yesterday and you've started doing F1 now and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, well done on that, mate. It's, uh, oh, yeah. it's oh, good to I'll see. I'll tell you what, Michael Jordan's final, final. You know what? Yeah, I've been thinking about NBA prints, but like, I just know no from the, from like the American community. So I don't even know how to even get into that scene really. Uh, yeah, Micah Hyde on Look at Hyde feet back. Uh. That were a great goal. That was a great goal. That was the first goal I ever saw a score against Blackburn. Though. That wasn't the one though that we lost like five one or something. Yeah, was it? no, it, it was two one. We lost. We did lose. Okay, that's that, this is a problem with these. This is the problem <laughs> with some of them though. You still end up losing. I think that's why J Rod against United is such a good starting because it was a win at Old Trafford. But, but for some goal. reason, people remember Defoe for United much more than J-Rod for United, for some reason. Mm. Because of the Boxing yeah. Day and the goal itself. It was a good, was a good goal, but J-Rod was a banger and all. It was a yeah, great but goal. That. When were, you ask most people, they just all figured Defoe for some reason. I, I, I know it's not for some reason, but that's just what I guess I find. Yeah. Was that in Stratford End, Joel? Was it, was it out of Stratford End? J-Rod? What, the J-Rod goal, yeah. Oh. The J-Rod one was. Okay. I remember because I... I I just because uh, we were pressing and I kept getting anxious because I kept shouting and a few people started turning around. So I just gone back into the box and shut the door. And as I shut the door, I turned around. I seen Jay hitting it. And obviously, I was on there with Simon, who used to be on the podcast, who does all the hair now. Uh, and I just saw him stand up and go, oh, 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 what a hit. And about five people just turned around like that. And Simon's <laughs> brother had to pick him up and drag him back into the box. And then we just closed the door. <laughs> Well I mean, I guess that's one way to like one good way to kind of end off this pod is that what's the best goal that you've seen live? Uh, Patterson at Reading has to be Patterson at Reading, has to be that was such a good away day. Not to bring it up, Liam, because I know you just mentioned that your brother didn't let you go. Yeah, I'm still pissed uh, off. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just remember because obviously we won the look from the first leg and um, Reading had been the better side in that first half. And I remember thinking like we're going to end up losing this year. Um, but thankfully that goal that goal was sensational and I just I remember it it was rushing and they were just all the Reading players were back and he was running forward with it and he was in the middle of the park and he had he had nothing he had absolutely nothing on and he must have just thought fuck this I'm hitting it and I remember screaming no don't shoot as he hit it <laughs> in classic Redmond form and it just went and honestly and then obviously Thompson's not long after. That was probably the best atmosphere I've ever been involved in. And I remember Liam when you did the long side podcast, you got me and uh, Adam on, and we spoke about our favourite ever away days. Uh, and that is still my favourite ever away day to this day. And that's including Blackburn from last year. Just such a good away day that. You know about last year about Blackburn? Like honestly, it it annoys me so much that like, even when you watch it on TV, that like it doesn't yeah, look it looks shit, doesn't it? Like yeah. it should have been so much more. I cannot believe that those of those scumbags got like a limited hour attendance like in a away end. I I hate it still because it looks so bad on telly and everyone like last to those like oh it's not a proper derby not even for the new away end. Shut up, you prick! Like it infuriates <laughs> me. Even more so when was it Leeds the other week where they got the whole stand? And yeah. I'm going, oh, look at Leeds, look at Leeds, they took everyone down. 
It's like, well, yeah, we would have, but, you know. We bastards by name, bastards by nature. It wasn't even 3K where we were allowed. No, but like 2,200, uh, weren't it? Something like that, yeah. Honestly, it, was, and it, it wasn't even it wasn't even on the side of the stand that was on telly. So on the telly, know, it was empty that's seats. why they put it there. Fucking wankers. Yeah, because I mean, like, it just makes our derby look bad to the rest of the country. Like, I they so infuriating how they did that it to does. us. Honestly, they ruined it for themselves. Um, Aaron Wright says the best goal he's seen live is unfortunately against us. Shirley for Fulham. I do remember that one. Um, do you remember that one that? Um, Chelsea, we're not sure for Chelsea, weren't it? Is that yeah, it was the first on about the Chelsea yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Veg Horse versus Argentina says Busman John. Um, Bushman John, sorry. actually, I don't think you, uh, I don't think you said your answer. Actually, no, I'm I'm gonna go. I know it's I've already said it, but I'm going for Westies, I'm going for Westies, you know, because it was just magic. That's a genuine That is that is a rogue shout, that's proper. I know it's a rogue shout. I know it is, but it was you know it was because that season was dreadful, and then that goal went in. And it just felt like everything was all right. It was just the more, it was more the feeling. Um, Aaron says he is on about the Fulham one, not the Chelsea one. Fair enough. Um, sorry um, to put you in there. I just wanted to put that right. Yeah, no worries. So yeah, I'm going for that. It's because it was just purely the feeling at the time because that just really felt like something. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm going for that one. A lot of people are now going for goals against us. So well done, Aaron. You've started this goals against us thing now. Um, yeah, I wasn't that's not even what I was considering goals against us. That's I, not what we're like thinking about. about. Our goals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sun versus... I wasn't on that game, thankfully. I still, to this day, and I've told him to his face, Matt Lawton should have crunched him, should have brought him down, should have tripped him up. And yeah, every should. time I see him, I remind him. Uh, I just want to go back a second before I end the show. Big shout out to Mox. EAS for the £2 donation. Uh, if you haven't sent a donation in yet, what are you doing? Get some donations sent in. No, I'm joking. Uh, thank you, obviously, for that, Mox. And he says, would you ever do NFL prints? He's obviously talking to Liam, not me. So I don't know why I've sent two quid for Liam. Uh, Liam, I'll bank transfer it. Um, but he right, says, love your work, by the way. Um, so any any NFL prints in the um, in the pipeline? I actually did DM um, JJ, actually, about that. I could probably get something up for him. Like, just for, like, yeah. I... I, 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 I player like an actual person print for him um and he said that he's he's interested in that kind of thing so we'll see what, what could happen if jj that's a good that was my first thought process then when he said nfl i'm like just just get jj to promote it and then you've you've cracked america precisely yeah. i like um yeah. steven just put Louton v palace um Louton actually um Louton actually reached out the other day that he, he wants Did his goal palace sent over to him so that's being done for him oh i, I forgot that goal you know that was a Quality goal, that one. That's a remembers. Yeah, that that a lockdown yeah. goal. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I that's when we were doing watch alongs, Neil. And I remember just shouting yeah. louts, louts when he scored. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I think I for me, like my most favourite, like Burnley goal, like most mental. It's probably raw because you don't really hear it too much anymore. But probably Chris Wood's penalty against Olympiacos away to make it one-one because yeah. like that yeah, just okay. felt like that was it was meant to be an away goal Chris and like. I, I still to this day, but I still to this day get pissed off and I look back in our Europa League and like, not just our teams that we put out, but like, why didn't we sell out turf? It was like nowhere near full. It was like 15, 16,000. And to this it's day, mad. I'm like, all that about, about the Europa League and we didn't fill out turf. And it's like, I, I, I still don't get it to this day because it was like midweek. I don't know if like, was it too expensive, the tickets? I don't know. I don't know. Um, obviously, I, I went on every single game apart from Istanbul away, so I were well up for it. Um, you know what? Going back to 
the the goals for the Prince. Vox's against Aberdeen would be a good one. I know it was only one one against Aberdeen, but it's Burnley's first goal in Europe since the nineteen sixties. That'd yeah. be a good angle with that one. I, I, I would like Co- that one. I would like that one. Corny's volley against Southampton was good, says um, Bushman John. Going back to Chris Wood because if it's Corny has been against Everton, you would think. Yeah, I'm thinking that. Yeah, Chris Wood there because someone mentioned Chris Wood. Do you see his hat trick over there? How good yeah. he took. Yep. Oh, and he's a dick for well turning took... into Messi. Yeah, I know how well he took that goal was unreal. Anyway, I was listen- I was listening to the um, the Gary Lineker pod and they brought up the fact that a journalist after the game said to um, Chris Wood, saying like, "There wasn't really very Chris Wood goals for you, was it?" It's like cheers for that, pal. Like Chris was yeah. like, cheers. It's like they weren't very they weren't really Chris Wood goals, just like so actual finishes yeah. in like a net. With his I'm going to say the journalist has basically gone. I thought you were shit. What is all this about? <laughs> like you're all of a sudden like you go- scored well, some good fair, goals there, you big he scored, lump of meat. He scored a hat trick for uh, for Burnley against Wolves as well that time, and yeah, you know if, if Woody has the right manager with him, he's a good player. He's, he's just a confidence player. That's what his problem. He's just a confidence player, but he's a very very good finisher. Probably, you know, he will do very well under Nuno at Wolves. Um, sorry, at Wolves at Forest. Um, I just think he's lost his way a little bit since leaving Burnley. Not really had a, 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 a you know been playing in a system or with, with teammates. Newcastle was 100% the wrong move for him. He should it never was. have made that move. And but. Forrest under Cooper wasn't working out for him, but I think Forrest under Nuno yeah. will be really good for him. What was it that Woods said when he left us? Something about like... He, he, uh, comfort comfort, zone. he was in his comfort, comfort zone. zone. Comfort zone, yeah. And you know what? A lot of people lost the rag at that. And I will wrap up soon, I promise. I tried to wrap up 20 minutes ago. That's but my a lot of people, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I preferred it when we chat, mate. I just wish I hadn't said, right, I'm going now, because I reckon about 20 people probably turned off. Um, but uh, a lot of people lost their rag at that and sometimes use it against him. I don't think he's criticising Bernard there. He's criticising himself. Said he'd been here that long. It he just, he just lost the, you know, the the get up and go, the... the the, the what is it you know stuff to, to get up and go to work every morning he was just in his comfort zone he's just a dig at himself yeah. I think rather than us yeah it is I think I was really angry with him at the time because he was my favourite player um, so I was really angry with him when he said that but on reflection yeah I think he's right he was digging himself he was just saying that he'd got complacent and he needed a change yeah. which is fair enough hopefully right, I don't he's, want he's to out of it this for you if you do want to go at some stage Joe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say enough. something else. I was like, "Nah, you probably don't want to say that." Uh, the only the only issue I have is my missus finished work in twenty minutes, and I've done nothing in terms of housework all day. So oh, he's I've doing some speed hoovering. Yes, I'm going to speed washing up more. Like, and speed folding yeah. clothes that have been in the dryer for six hours. Um, hopefully, they're not too creased, so it's not too obvious. Um, but uh, I will start wrapping up. If you if you are late to the show, like um, Muzamil Shaw was here, says hi. What's up, guys? I'm a little late to the show. Up the clarets. Apologies, but we are ending the show now. However. When I do press end stream, it stays on YouTube for you guys to watch back at your leisure. And I will be uploading this as a podcast pretty much straight away as well. Um, we might do a full-time show. We might not. If I don't do a full-time show, well, I definitely won't do one. But if we don't do a full-time show, then what I will do, I will get all the fan reactions and put them together and just create a podcast via that. Cheap, cheerful, job done. Do it that yep. way. Um, but um, yeah, I will try and get Andy Jones or Matt from the Berlin Express or somebody on the show next week to discuss transfers and, uh, and try and fill the gap there. Uh, but if I don't see you before, the next time I'll see you, 
will probably be for Luton, but I will be doing a 60-second review and I will be doing a fan reaction. Uh, Liam and Neil will potentially both do one as well. Um, I will be asking the question over the next couple of days, well, tomorrow. Um, but thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody, for commenting. Thank you to Liam for coming on. So it's good to have you back on, mate. No problem at all. Absolute, absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you. And Neil is part of the furniture. He's here pretty much every week, apart from at Christmas when he's busy. How dare he? Yeah. Um, well, thank you to you as well, mate. No bother. Enjoy it. Yep. Yeah, nice one. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next time. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.